What's the difference between scary and spooky? When the jump scares all get too much, where can you turn during the Halloween horror of October? This month on the Sheffield Gaming Podcast, Bone Loaf's Connor Clark and myself, Matt Turner of the Treehouse Board Game Cafe, discuss our favourite games which are spooky, but not scary. Then, as always, we dive into a rundown of the incredible events going on in the City of Steel this month, but it all started with a bit of an embarrassing admission. You're, you're I scaredy am cat. a scaredy cat, yeah. I, I think I've watched three horror movies in maybe the last 10 years. Get it. You, you, you do a film podcast. Yeah, I know. And so <laughs> I only watch the like, like artistically significant ones. I've okay. seen like, I've seen Midsummer. Yep. I've seen um, Nope. I've seen Get Out. Like I've seen, okay. I've seen the artistically important horror yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and as soon as Hereditary comes on, bam! No thanks. Yeah, no thank you. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> no Saw Ten. Is it Saw Ten? Saw X? Yeah, it's one? Saw Ten. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, and I, I think I saw the first one when it came out, but uh, that was artistically significant. Yeah, it, it was. all went a bit off the rails after that point. But <laughs> yeah, that first sure. one was pretty good. But yeah, so I, I am a scaredy cat. Um, okay. I was very proud of myself over the pandemic for um, playing Alan Wake. Ooh, um, uh, it is a good game. Hey. I guess I've played a Resident Evil, a couple of Resident Evils. Yeah, like the actual scary Resident Evils, or like you know Resident Evil Village, where it's just bang, bang, bang. Oh, um, I guess scary? both Resident Evil, uh, the one that's like in Spain, Resident Evil Three, Four, or Resident Evil Four. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Leon Kennedy with his big lovely jacket. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking after the president's daughter. And yeah, then, and then and then I guess a spoiler. Um, sailing from Spain to America on a jet ski at the end. They did do that, didn't they? Yeah. Like, I suppose there is a direct line. Like, <laughs> you yeah. can try it. You can think, well, do we want to circle back to Portugal? Nah. Uh, maybe stop off at the UK? Nah, I bother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um uh unfeasible but so is a big zombie virus with a snake coming out of your head so nice. okay um, yeah so you're a scaredy cat mm-hmm. so i think we should use this podcast to talk about there's lots of events happening in sheffield yeah. that are spooky events stuff that's halloweeny but also isn't that scary like don't worry you're not gonna have to you're not gonna be scared there's no things jumping out of the closets come to get you yeah because you, um, you, you can go to a haunted house yeah. They'll make those for you. You can go to uh, um, if you're if you're a gamer, you can go to an escape room. They've got yep. Yep. plenty of really scary. They'll have people uh, literally grab rooms. you exactly yeah. where you'll get grabbed in the dark yep. um, uh, by by scary people. Um, well, nice people who are pretending to be scary people, mm-hmm. but still, you can get those. But if you if you're like me <laughs> and prone like you're like a greyhound, you're just like you're prone to shakes if <laughs> you're ready to go. <laughs> Stood in the corner of the room, like, oh my yeah. god, oh my god, right time of the season. Yeah, if you if you if you're currently standing in the middle of the room shaking yeah. slightly, just 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 the the, the mere thought of October thirty first. <laughs> if you like me and you've got the demeanour of a whippet, then uh, listen on because we've got a lot of uh, a lot of um, the scaredy cats guide to Halloween things coming up. Or scaredy dogs guide. Scaredy dogs guide. Because we're whippets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I was thinking about this, like, what are, and before we talk about the events in, uh, going on in Sheffield, what are the games that are Halloween games? Clearly Halloween games, mm. right? But aren't actually scary. Because, you know, I feel like stuff like Frankenstein, like maybe maybe Frankenstein, the original kind of you know the book or the, the original kind of early 
Hammer horror movies yeah. are designed to spook people out, but nowadays it's a man with bolts in his neck going, Ooh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun, and, right? And we've seen so many like you know um, the monsters and lurch yeah. from uh, from Adam's Family and all, all that sort of thing. We've seen enough of those cartoon style versions of that that it's just yeah. a bumbling, happy little guy now. Yeah, he's green and he puts his arms up very straight and yeah. he's really strong. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you watch I don't know you watch um, uh, the Casper the Friendly Ghost movie from like 1999 or 2000 and oh, was, uh, it that, was it that late? yeah I think so yeah. okay um, uh, and you uh, and it's it's they, they've really tried their very hardest to make it a ghost a ghost thing yeah but it, in the end it is Casper the Friendly Ghost yeah 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 He's you nice. know you can you can you, you draw a bed sheet with eyes on it and you're like ah oh, that's not very scary. It's fine. <laughs> so, it's so, spooky. So what's the gaming equivalence? Whether that's video games or board games. Like what would you say is your go-to Halloween game that one isn't going to speak isn't going to spook you out? Ooh, good question. Video game wise, I've been playing a bit of Death's Door. Death's Door. Death's yeah. Door is a game where you play as the Grim Reaper. Um, but you are a little tiny guy with a little tiny scythe, mm-hmm. and um, you uh, have to go through your little, uh, your little, I guess, corporate. You're, you're buried under paperwork, mm-hmm. um, and um, you have to get all your all your middle managers back in line by defeating them in a two D hack and slash adventure uh, platformer. Incredible! It's- What's more scary than the Grim Reaper? corporate the corporate world <laughs> with a little chibi chibi eye socket yeah. in the skull yeah um uh but uh board game wise um i there's there's none better than than horrified horrified um, yeah horrified is based on that kind of uh frankenstein's monster like mm-hmm. hammer horror mm-hmm. um uh, those properties right right the mummy bride of frankenstein mm-hmm, mm-hmm. creature from the black lagoon dracula perhaps? uh yes all, all of those all of those kind of uh, hammer horror uh, like uh, classics right um you have to work together with your with your team to run around this town which is being harassed by three of them at a time okay um and sort of deal with their problems yeah. You're trying to sort of solve and, and rush to the end, to the narrative end of three separate Hammer horror movies at once, okay. um, whilst keeping the townsfolk alive. Um, and it is uh, it this is, is not as simple as just like oh I've got an I've got a sword and I chop their head off. No, not at all. No, yeah. you've got to uh, run around town collecting relics and uh, so for the mummy you have to solve a little scarab puzzle to put all these uh, different scarabs oh. in order, okay. and then eventually the when, once you've solved that the the mummy will go to rest oh, the creature nice. from the black lagoon you've got to track it back to its its nest in uh, in the swamps uh-huh. um and bride of frankenstein you've got to like keep them separated because if they if they come together then they'll 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 uh i don't know uh annihilate the world or something i don't really know <laughs> what, what actually happens when those two meet but um you have to sort of like wait until they've reached a point where they recognize that each other's humanity and can come together in love. This is quite nice. Um, quite wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> wholesome Hammer Horror. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and you're just trying to, in the meantime, trying to shuffle the townsfolk away from the various lumbering uh, <laughs> monsters. Um, and it's it, it plays a little bit like um, you might expect something like Pandemic to play, if right. you played that. Um, or uh, some, some people who've been to the Treehouse might have played Forbidden Desert. Yep. These games where everyone does something 
uh, and then at the end of their turn, the bad things take a turn. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. they all they all uh, kind of draw advance. three and hope you don't get the Frankenstein's monster. Steps one, steps toward you exactly. Know, Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. And when I played, I just kind of got um, the mummy just kept beating me up and sending yeah. me to the hospital. <laughs> and I'd I'd leave the hospital, but then the mummy would be stepping out of the museum where I wanted to go, and then it would beat me up again, and I'd get sent back to the hospital. Um, but <laughs> I kind of love that though that if you get caught by the monster, it's just oh. You got a boo boo. Go to the hospital. Exactly, they'll, yeah. they'll they'll sort you out, and out, out you come again. I exactly. love that. But yeah, that's exactly the kind of vibe I'm looking for. <laughs> the kind of it's clearly a horror thing, yeah. But it's not scary. Like you just you know you get let off with a slap on the wrist. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it it really very much is that. It's a perfect example of it. Oh, lovely. I think my um my board game go to for a, a spooky game that is uh good for halloween and I, this is actually i would say this is a horror game uh it's a game called escape from aliens and outer space that's what it's called right yes yeah escape from aliens and outer space so this is a game where basically it, it's it's not cooperative even though you do have people that you work alongside mm-hmm. but if you have say a group of four of you um one of you is actually given the role of an alien yeah um, from alien from alien yeah pretty much from the from the movie aliens from ridley scott's alien yep. um or james cameron aliens um, and you're all on this big spaceship and three of you play like these survivors that are looking obviously to get to your you know escape hatches and fly off um, and then one of you plays the alien going around to kind of grab them all and like inherently that is a little bit scary because you don't know where the alien is and mm-hmm. you've got to walk around this spaceship and they could jump out of you at any moment but what makes it not actually that scary is that you're sat opposite the alien <laughs> and you can, you can see them quite confused well actually I think you have to figure out who the, who the alien is at first yeah. um, you have to figure out who, who it could be any one of the, the, the your people you're playing with but eventually that kind of that naturally comes out in the game yeah. and then it's just kind of basically it's more about social dynamics and joking yeah. around yeah. than it is playing anything scary you're reacting to sounds in the spaceship at first yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you'll just be like oh there's a sound often in you know b3 you might be like they're all got grid references mm-hmm, and things mm-hmm. and you look at your map and they're like oh no that's only four steps away from me. <laughs> I, better, I better go in the opposite direction. So you're all sort of like trying to find the, um, in mm. this in this dark spaceship, you're all trying to find the escape pods. Mm. It's every every person for themselves, you know. Yeah, every, everyone much, just much. wants to escape and get out of this uh, escape pod. And then uh, eventually, you know, someone is murdered in e5 and you're yeah. like wait that sound in b3 couldn't possibly have been the, the alien <laughs> well, what's really good as well is that you have your own little map of the space station that everyone has individually yeah and you're given a pen you can you can if you want to kind of track other people's movements yeah. based on what like, the things you hear or based on what other people are doing and you can kind of predict where they're going to go yeah and then at the end of the game you all basically share your maps and you realize everybody had a totally different idea <laughs> everyone was wrong. what was going on yeah and that's just really funny yeah. and it's a lovely way to end the kind of spooky game so that's my that's my my um my board game choice um i'd recommend if you do head down to to the treehouse or patriot games or anywhere best definitely search out that game mm-hmm. um oh, classic yeah um video games wise though mm. i was thinking like what is you know what's a good halloween spooky game now clearly there's like games like costume quest yeah if you've ever played costume quest the costume quest 2 um double fine classics um i say classics but they're only like 
10, 15 years old? Does yeah. that mean does that mean into classic territory well, at that it point? Mean, it makes them from the um from the early days of Steam. Yes. The early days of Steam. <laughs> when 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 everything was was purchasable for fifty pence. <laughs> oh yeah, oh my god, that Christmas Steam sale. Wow. Amazing. Um so Costume Quest is a fantastic kind of, you know, spooky, kind of kid friendly um game where it's set on Halloween night and you have to dress up as different costumes and we're around this lovely little suburb um basically trying to defeat a kind of very you know saturday morning uh, evil witch mm-hmm. um but you get to dress up as a knight in your halloween costume <laughs> or as, as a wizard and you have different power-ups when you do it it was so good it actually even made a netflix tv show really um there's a netflix tv show costume quest know that. Um, which might be a nice it's got such a good art style that it kind of makes sense it's such a really fun witty um uh kind of writing behind it as well so it kind of makes sense but that was that's too easy that is a too easy to choose as my scaredy cats halloween game <laughs> okay um so i was thinking what game just um, uh, you know epitomizes halloween and i've settled on the hitman games hitman hitman yeah. how does that how does that settle because because i i understand that it might be quite scary to be the target of a hitman yeah, yeah, yeah totally. and don't get me wrong it gets my heart a racing when i'm like hiding in a bin and uh, a bunch of guards are like, where did he go? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that stealth games, they are inherently kind of terrifying. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, that, that I think, like, one, you dress up in different costumes all the time. As Agent 47 in the Hitman games, yep. you've obviously got to knock people out, you steal their costume and you pretend to be them. What is more Halloween than dressing up in costumes? Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. And two, the reason it's not actually that scary is because you're the monster. Like you're the horrible person <laughs> in all of the worlds going around. You're You've got all the power. The yeah, like you can be your, you know, you can be your your, your Jason or your Freddy Krueger, and that you kind of hide around corners and ah, pounce on you in the middle of the night. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then you grab them and you stick them in a bin. Um, so you can do all that. Like you have all the power. And what is kind of you know not scary is having all the power. So yeah, I would say I would say Hitman dressing up in costumes and being a monster, throwing a can of beans at someone's head. Exactly, terrifying. Right, or not terrifying. <laughs> I don't know how you look at it, but it's a Halloween game. I, I, I'm adamant. I'm going to stand by that. That Hitman is a Halloween game. Best time to play it is October. What yeah. about you, Matt? Um, uh, you know, like that. It's a good point. I'd like. I'm. I'm very much kind of. I'm thinking. I mean, you start getting me thinking about like mm-hmm. replaying Arkham Asylum. It's kind oh, of scary, oh, yeah. but also you're like up in the rafters. You do feel like a superhero. Oh, it's gothic too. My God, why didn't I think about that? That's that's definitely that's such, <laughs> such a good game. Yeah. Um, like stealth games are really good for that, but like um, you know, I I think for me, I want the theme more than I want. Uh, I, I want the, okay. the, the feeling of, of. We're all vibes here. We're all yeah, vibes. Yeah, because like you know, Sumo have recently released Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. um, which is which is very popular at the moment. Uh-huh. I don't want anything to do with that. Uh, like <laughs> I like respect to people who want to play it, but uh, too much blood. No. Too much, too much blood and running around <laughs> scared. And I just I can't I can't be dealing with that. No, I want something that like basically conforms to the kind of games I'm already playing. Okay, but okay. with a skeleton on it. <laughs> so it's Baldur's Gate 3 but, but yeah. one of your team members is undead um, but like yeah I've played I've, I'll play a bit of um, a bit of Bone Razor Minions yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what's uh, Vampire Vampire Survivors Vampire Survivors mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. Um, a bit of that you know both games that are like 
tremendously unscary. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, like, the scariest actually, no, I, thing... I, I would say Vampire Survivors is actually pretty terrifying because nothing has spooked me more than when you get to the end of a 30-minute run in that game and the Grim Reaper comes for you at lightning speed. <laughs> a million miles an hour, yeah. And your 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 entire screen fills up with, with um, yeah. like, with the Grim Reaper. No, absolutely no chance. So that, then, that, that, is, that is the scariest part of that game. Though, when you get doubt. to the first break point of that game as well, once you've kind of figured out... Cause I don't like we don't have time to talk about just how strange the game design is in Vampire Survivors. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um but when you get to the first breakpoint where you've kind of like you complete the game the first time quote unquote. Yep. Um and you kind of defeat the um the grim mm-hmm. reaper mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you kind of get the chance to stop him in this tracks freeze time mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. actually fight him as a boss. Mm-hmm. And it's firstly quite a scary final boss. But then the game just breaks. Yeah. Like you end up like walking through the typography of the game. It like zooms in really far or like, you know, just yeah, yeah, yeah. all the backgrounds like break like the the game has got a bug. And you're like, what did I do to my game? Oh, that, that is, those are the scariest parts in games actually, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Even a non-scary game does that. Mm. Like, um, yeah, whether it's I can't I can't I can't mention other games for spoiler reasons. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when games do that, that kind of yeah, that, that freaks me out. Or requires you to like go in the games file and delete a thing or something like that. I think everybody knows what game I'm talking about now if they've played that game. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like yeah. that, yeah, that that <laughs> freaks me out. Big thing. Um uh the the reading simulator. The re- um, yes, that one. Uh the, um, Yeah, like and, and I, I still remember but the scariest things I've had in gaming come from non-scary games right um i remember reading the the kind of creepy paster uh ben yeah, ground yeah. which is about a haunted uh copy of majora's mask yeah, Zelda yeah, majora's yeah. mask and uh just being absolutely terrified because they have these screenshots and videos mm-hmm. where of, of these hacked versions of the game mm-hmm. that they've made and it feels so real because like who would go to the extent to hack a game enough to make short horror films totally i mean this, this is the kind of time where it's like everyone's talking about, oh they're putting you know uh i don't know what fentanyl in 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 halloween sweets and stuff yeah. why wouldn't somebody put some evil spooky code in my <laughs> n64 cartridge yeah. it's the same thing yeah. right exactly. <laughs> um and so yeah it, like I, I i remember that vividly and so playing majora's mask is a different experience yeah um there are there are like elements of that game that like were unsettling slightly mm-hmm. and now actively have a like a horror element to them um just because of of having read that that thing oh man have you ever read the minecraft creepypasta is he- that, that herobrine. herobrine yeah yeah like that and that that makes that nighttime in that game when it's quite quite quiet and quite calm that yeah. makes that extra spooky like, good, good, I, good story i love i love how how seriously like um, because of course it was very very young people who were like yeah. uh, who who were mainly reading that that mm-hmm. creepy master mm-hmm. and it got taken very seriously from mm-hmm. by a by a good contingent of the uh, <laughs> Minecraft community for for a good while. Mm-hmm. Um, not not made any better by the fact that um, people were modding it into games left right and center, yeah, and then you install that, yeah. a Minecraft mod and you're like, oh yeah, this is just going to update some uh, some some textures, right? <gasps> Did that right? happen to you? No, not to me. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I, I that would be terrifying. Of people like modding their uh, modding their um, uh, installing mods into the to their Minecraft. Just, yeah. People do very frequently. Yeah. And coming out with just a, a Herobrine like uh, creature like crawling out of the walls. No, oh, <laughs> horrific. 
horrific don't remember kids this halloween don't install dodgy mods yeah um <laughs> So anyway, obviously, uh, Sheffield specifically, though, there are a lot of cool things happening. So mm-hmm. say you don't want to stay inside on Halloween nights or on any of the dark, uh, darker nights that are coming for this month. Um, and you are a bit of a scary, scaredy cat, but you want to do something, I don't know, a little bit, a little bit spooky. Or maybe, maybe something, maybe you want to go out and do something that's totally not spooky because, oh my God, this type of year, this time of year is the worst because everybody's dressed up and it's got like evil eyes yep. and fangs yep. and stuff and you want to do something that's the total opposite of that yep. what 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 can we do what can we get up to this month in Sheffield well if you want a bit of Halloween spook but mm-hmm. maybe not to kind of leave the comfort of a, of a, of a table in a nicely lit room <laughs> yep. um, then you might uh, want to, to sign up for the um, the Tales from the Loop the Halloween Loop um, is Ooh. is the event we've got going on at Treehouse okay. um, that's on the 26th of October Tales from the Loop is a uh, a phenomenal um, you know Stranger Things yeah 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 or the Goonies or yeah. any or E.T. or any of those 80s uh, Kids Against the World kind exactly. of deal Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all the way through to, you know, Attack the Block. Yep. That kind of classic style of movie where, yeah, kids, uh, the world doesn't understand you, yep. but you have an insight. Yep. You know, you've seen something and the adults won't believe you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Tales from the Loop, yeah, is, is a, a brilliant simulation of that. Oh, it's a game in which the older you get, the more skills you get, but the less lucky you are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So can you like, so not obviously in Dungeons and Dragons, you can choose to roll as a different level character, right? So most people start at level one, but maybe you can, you know, you can have a character level five or level 15 etc etc yeah is this your age do you yes. say do i do i roll as a five-year-old absolutely or as an that's amazing you roll up a character as a eight-year-old and if you're eight you have you you might have more chance to have like maybe you <laughs> maybe you have um uh maybe maybe you're a 13 year old so you do know this unique system oh yeah, yeah. um you know you know this one because it's a unique system uh so you can <laughs> hack into the jurassic park uh mainframe Fantastic. Um, but like if you're gonna, a, like ride a bike no these, these <laughs> exactly. are extra yeah. those are things that you might learn when you're like eight so okay. you might not have it yeah. um so uh yeah um tells the loop really really good um i'm not going to spoil much about the halloween loop um more because i really don't want to ruin anything for anyone um, you said that's like the treehouse board game cafe on the 26th uh yes on the 26th head over to the treehouse um sheffield uh, dot com uh, website mm-hmm. uh, and you can find tickets over there uh, they usually don't last for long so so get yourself on it fantastic you mentioned as well uh, you mentioned earlier like you know if you are like you are interested in something really spooky you can go to an escape room mm. and that's a great shout obviously you've got the great escape up by uh, Sheffield uh, Cathedral which is has some incredibly spooky kind of scary games there yep. where people will even like you know grab your legs and stuff when you don't yeah. when you least expect it yeah, you're locked in a room for an hour <laughs> and other people can are allowed in but you're not allowed out yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty terrifying um, I think sometimes they even like put handcuffs on you and like blindfold you and stuff yeah. like that right so kind of spooky um, so if you are interested in that head over to Great Escape but Great Escape have been very clever and they've realised that you know some people might not want this and might something a bit more light-hearted. So they've actually opened up a brand new venue. Have you seen this? I I have. I'm kind of extremely excited about I'm, it. I'm so interested in it. So I think they're like so obviously the great escape uh, escape rooms. People I think understand the kind of concept of escape rooms now, even though they've only been around for ten years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but this new thing that they're doing is is totally new. 
and I've not seen anybody do it before. So there's, there's the new place is on Orchard Square. It's called Game Show All Stars, mm. um, and it's just above the new uh, Prove, the new Italian pizza place. I think you, just, you enter it just right around the back, um, and it's basically they've made six bespoke games that are like game shows. Like there's one loosely inspired by countdown for example <laughs> but, legally, or there's like, but legally distinct but legally from. distinct enough yeah there's a fastest finger first can you guess where that's from <laughs> kind of machine or there is a uh, like a plinko one which is like a pachinko machine yeah um, stuff like stuff like that um, I won't spoil all of them because it, I'd really recommend heading down with a group of friends um, and going down to this and basically what you do is you kind of you know you pay to be there for an hour mm-hmm. and you go through these games one by one these yeah. six games competing against your friends love it um and there's like you know they've got what they've got cardboard cutouts of all different famous games <laughs> hosts as well so you know you've got your uh, uh, your uh what's what's weakest link Ann Ann robinson you got you got you got Ann robinson you've got uh you know uh bradley walsh yes. you've got kind of all those on there so you can kind of take a picture with your with your famous game show host uh, whilst you play these game show games which is just gives you the opportunity that you've always wanted to do i've always looked at like you know watching you know you know early afternoon tv when you're watching you know the chase the, the chase or, like the or tipping point yeah, yeah. you know and you're like oh i just i wish i could play tipping point now you can right your chance is there or at least you know versions of those type i'm of so games. excited to play this this yeah. this, this uh the tipping point similar similar to yeah. tipping point machine exactly it was plinker one it looks it looks like a lot of fun and you get to like walk up behind it and stand over it and it's really tall this big plinker machine oh, nice it's like, you know eight foot tall and it kind of bounces all the way down to the ground and and it's got a bar in there as well so you and your friends can have a few drinks play these games and see who is kind of the best at trivia or the best at anagrams or just the luckiest i suppose in the plinker, <laughs> the plinker game um but it just looks like a really fun concept that is totally different from kind of you know some of their kind of traditional great escapes escape rooms yep um but is has the same vibe and mm. the same kind of you know party atmosphere kind of getting together with some friends doing something really cool for an hour or two yeah um, perfect way to start a night out like i imagine because you've got you'll have so many stories to share drinks over for the rest of that night and it's in orchard square which is if if, if, if i'm being honest is banging at the moment yeah orchard square is it's fantastic a, a place to night, go yeah. um so yeah that's what that's opened up i think that opened up like last week so it opened right at the end of september it's brand new um definitely keep your eye out for it and uh have a look on online gameshowallstars.com or something you'll find it if you google it um but yeah mm, well on halloween itself Oh, okay. So right, right up to right up until right up to October thirty first. Now, okay. On Halloween itself, we have um, uh, again at the treehouse. Uh-huh. Uh, Going to be indulgent and talk about uh, the things we're doing because we do get excited. You, about you, the, yeah, I know you the, do. You get really spooky the, at this time, this time of year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we are um, going to be running yet again uh-huh. um, a special session mm-hmm. of blood on the clock tower it's going to be called but we're not we're not we're not not taking you to the clock tower this time yep well last year obviously we did blood on the cemetery didn't we yes where we it's sheffield cemetery we all got around and played this this hidden role game that was not that scary but also kind of terrifying because it was in a cemetery (laughs) and you went you attended that i did yes i was yeah Uh, and i I was i was down there as well didn't play but i uh i -hmm. sort of i soaked in the vibes as it were um and yeah it was kind of candle lit and and really really uh cool Mm -hmm. cool environment and people were turning up in um uh in in costume I, i turned up in a very soft costume that nobody recognized and people just thought i looked a little bit weird 
You were you were uh, Luther. Yeah, I was, I, I, was, I was Detective John Luther, uh, <laughs> uh, but ever so slightly with the clothes I already had. And some people, someone was like, "Oh, he looked kind of like a detective." I was like, "Yeah, maybe a detective on BBC One." Recently had a Netflix movie <laughs> that had just come out around that time, but nobody actually clocked it. Um, but uh, yes, in this case, it will be Blood on the Picture House uh, um, in set. And indeed, played in Avidale Picture House, but in the the, the tall bit, yeah, the yeah, yeah, upstairs, yeah, yeah, yeah. the one that you don't get to see very often. No, what a cool space for it. It is, is incredibly cool. It's such a moody space in there. It is. Have you ever like uh, been to see like music there or anything like that? Yeah, I go to the Real Steel movie events. They, oh, have, they have they have so some there. Good. I see. I think back last last Halloween, I got to see um, some really old horror movies like Dawn of the Dead Two, which was an Italian horror movie that was as pitched as a sequel to Dawn of the Dead but had nothing to do with it oh. um, that was really fun so I've watched so I, and we had spooky there was that it just it just the vibe fit perfectly so yeah. like Blood on the Clock Tower will work so well it's very place. sort of it's not quite gothic it's sort of like it's got that kind of like mm-hmm. it's kind of got a cathedralic vibe hasn't oh, it big time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah definitely uh, head get, get your tickets for that uh, Blood on the Picture House is going to be very very good and very very popular yes it will cool and the last thing we wanted to talk about i suppose for this spooky season um but for scaredy cats or scaredy dogs in sheffield um is there's of course the annual festival the annual out of this world festival is also happening this month um so if you're unaware what the out of this world festival is it's basically uh a kind of sci-fi costume event that basically takes over the center of town it's all up in the town hall and they have like a big um a load of stands there and they usually have people come down to like you know famous people that once played a cyberman or something oh mm-hmm. who did they have last year they had a really famous spooky actor who came and signed everyone's autographs and it was really fun and lovely uh, and they have stormtroopers walking around the city center yep. and they'll have lots of people in costume and people really dressing up and going all out and it's just a really fun, free, family-friendly event that if you are kind of wanting to get in the vibe or kind of in the mood and, and experience the vibes of Halloween without any trick-or-treating or actually getting scared by people, I think it's the perfect opportunity to do that. I think that's on actually the weekend before Halloween this year. I think it's on the 22nd of October. Oh, nice. Um, so, so yeah. you, like you can space out your, uh, space out your, uh, your, your kind of Halloween, um, the, the on-ramp. Oh, totally. Yeah. It is a full, it is the spooky season. No, no, no longer is it one day. No, not um, at all. And and thank goodness for it, because yeah. otherwise, you know, Christmas would consume the entire year. <laughs> yeah, we have to keep true. we have to keep Christmas locked behind the the kind of the bulwark of Halloween. I can't believe it. it still seems like it's only just been summer, but I'm I'm about to kind of yeah, no Christmas jumpers until November the fifth. Please, people, please, <laughs> please. I can't believe I'm saying that because yeah. it still feels like I'm in the summer. But um, but but yeah, I will say that. Um, of course, Th- them's the rules. Them's the rules. And there are obviously other events uh, happening this month that aren't necessarily spooky related. And I did want to give a special shout out to an event being ran by Real Steel, who I mentioned earlier. As you often do movie nights, mm-hmm. um, but they're teaming up with Sensoria uh, Festival um, and doing a specific game event, which is called high scores um and it's called high scores because it's a music event actually and it's about oh, it's, like a, it's scoring, a music event scoring the the soundtrack exactly yeah, yeah it's punny yeah. it's funny it's double entendre right yeah um, and it's a music event that's happening on the 6th of october so probably quite soon if you are listening to this podcast um which i'm sure only go out just a day or two before i think um and it's 
got some fantastic kind of video game inspired music creators such as Chipsel and, and Sheffield kind of favorite Harley likes music as well. Um, they're going to be at the University of Sheffield Drama Studio and basically kind of giving sets uh and uh, 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 playing music all inspired by video games and exploring kind of video game and the impacts it has had on music by doing so so that's gonna be really cool uh, really, head down really to that. Um, just a lovely nice nice Friday night out to experience some, some video game music that sounds awesome mm. and of course Harley Likes Music does our uh, it does uh, soundtrack if you like the soundtrack to this very <laughs> podcast that <laughs> yeah. is a Harley Like music special yeah um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I might, I might go down to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm usually free on a Friday night, so I should, I should, I should. Let's do it. I'll meet you there. Other than that, check out the, the usual places we mentioned because yep. there's bound to be some Halloween shenanigans down at Extra Life Gaming or Meltdown. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, and uh, we don't have the information for them, for them yet. But I, um, I am sure the Saturday night before Halloween, which is like the 28th of October, Meltdown are going to have some sort of costume party. There's going to, and even if they don't, every year. Dress up in costume anyway Do and it. head down. Perfect yeah. time for it. I've 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 spent a night out there dressed as a pirate. I can <laughs> heartily recommend it. Yes, me hearties. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're gonna uh, uh, wrap it up for this month's podcast. Then uh, the spooky season. Uh, but before we go, Matt, is there anything else you want to give a shout about? Looking further down the line. Yes, um, we uh, at the Treehouse, we, mm-hmm. we, we the people at the Treehouse, um, have uh, announced and um, indeed put on sale some okay. uh, very special events. Um, so in the case of um, the New Year's party, which is always very popular at the Treehouse, yep. uh, we have now, uh, we've not only announced it, we didn't really need to announce it, it's every year. Yep. Um, uh, <laughs> what, New Year again? <laughs> Why does it always come on the same day? Um, uh, yeah, no, we've got the tickets available online, so... Um, if you are interested in booking a table for that mm-hmm. um, uh, and getting those tickets uh, it's always good fun we have tournaments we have um, a massive game of two rooms and a boom which nice. is always good fun um, and uh, a huge quiz and it's great and it's really good fun so go uh, over over to the to the uh, treehousesheffield.com to find all the information about that awesome. also we've announced um, an event that you will be attending I believe Connor yes um, of course uh, it is the the second incarnation of the treehouse watch the skies <gasps> that's a mega game that's a difficult word to mega say mega in name mega in nature exactly. it really is exactly yeah there's, there are like you know uh, tens of people I can't remember exactly how many people were, were playing last uh, last time I think it was 50 wasn't there it 50 was people playing something like that uh, around that kind of level of, 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 of involvedness yeah. uh, of people um, together in their groups role playing as nation's leaders yeah 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 um, like the UN yeah, yes uh, and trying to uh, trying desperately to keep the existence of aliens from the public knowledge as uh, as, as economies started to fall <laughs> and nuclear weapons were fired <laughs> And we ran a, a newspaper for it, um, yes. and and made sure that the uh, the the world was accurately, uh, perfectly accurately uh, represented. We said at the start we could be influenced, and we were heavily influenced. <laughs> we got biscuits bought for us, <laughs> and people were leaning on us, and you know uh, it was great fun. Um, the 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 political finagling that mm-hmm. goes on during the uh, mm-hmm. uh, during this game was so much fun. But yes, we've we've announced it. Um, the tickets are not available on that just yet. Okay. But just watch the skies. Fantastic. Uh, Do we have for, a date for it? Do we know when we're going to we're going going to be having our new the next Treehouse Mega Game? Yes, we do. So that will be on Friday, the twenty sixth of January. Oh, exciting! Uh, so okay. pop it in your diaries, um, and uh, you know you'll be able 
to uh, hopefully grab yourself a ticket for that. You're going to want to buy a ticket for a team um, or, you know, try and uh, grab some people together. Um, they, they're going to go on sale on the 1st of December. So if you want to grab yourself your uh, a group of your friends a, a gift yes. uh, of a big day out. Oh, that'd be a good Christmas gift, wouldn't it? It yeah. would, yeah. And you've got time now to actually make sure people are free. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This month, save the month. date. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, are you getting married? And it's like, no. we're getting invaded (laughs) (laughs) amazing Uh, yep awesome well thank you so much Matt Uh, if people want to hear more from you where can they find you online oh you can listen to my other podcast it's called the Lives of Pitch podcast we pitch movies that would never get made based on titles that our audience give us Um, and it's a good time Um, Mm -hmm. uh, the the latest episode uh, at time of recording Mm -hmm. we set out to to make a rom-com ended up with what I would describe as a very passable Stephen King novel. Oh, really? Yeah. Just, like, like you, you could flog it as one. Oh, for sure. And it wouldn't be his worst. Get AI to, get AI to write it. Okay, <laughs> like, good. if we wrote this up, wouldn't be Stephen King's worst novel. Okay, fair. So, you know, uh, you check that out. Um, at uh, Just just search uh, Life's a Pitch podcast anywhere that you get good podcasts. Nice. Other than that, Connor... Yeah, just, I mean, for me, you can just search Gang Beasts and follow yeah. all Gang Beasts channels um, online. Uh, we will have uh, a new patch, actually, uh, a bug fix patch out this month. And then we're going to be kind of looking to tease some more, the next steps for Gang Beasts and new content as well, which should be quite exciting. The but, next, uh, I'll say no more. The next wobbly, squishy, meat, meaty steps. Yes, absolutely. Those ones. Beasts. The next, yeah, yeah. The next very small, <laughs> um, stumbled steps. Yes. <laughs> before throwing throwing themselves off a building <laughs> the next tumble yeah we'll say the next, that's a better way of putting it yeah the next tumble <laughs> of uh, of gang beast content but yeah okay uh, well uh, thank you for listening everyone and um, we shall be back with more news of Sheffield Gaming next month bye bye Thanks for listening to the Sheffield Gaming Podcast. For more information on the Sheffield Games Collective, follow us over at Sheffield Gaming on Twitter, Sheffield Games on Instagram, and at our website, sheffield.games. Our incredible intro and outro were provided to us by Harley over at harleylikesmusic.com. Yeah.